0: What is up? It is time for another weekly wake-up call with Greg DeMarco here on the newsletter. Obviously, you get this email to you. is typically the best way that you're going to receive it, so I appreciate you listening. Also, appreciate you sharing and letting somebody else know about it, too, because a lot of hard work goes into these things. Even though I might record this sitting in the car, it's not something that I take lightly. Uh, there is plenty that goes into it. Obviously, the, the post work to add the music to the beginning and the end it's definitely something that I want to do to make sure you get the best thing possible. I even run this file through through a program that's try to make it sound as good as possible for you as we continue to, to move things forward. Um, I know just a few weeks ago, I did a podcast and, and a weekly wake-up call and, and kind of went through the new version of uh, the Daily Wrestle and really decided that... I developed a brand called Unstoppable and decided that that needs to be more synergistic with this. And so um, this is no, not going to be a wrestling newsletter, and it really hasn't been. And I have a wrestling website. It's called TheChairShot.com. I have a wrestling podcast, Greg market Show. I put on wrestling events. I don't need this to involve wrestling at all. In fact, it doesn't even make sense. And there's a lot more that I feel like I can offer that has nothing to do with wrestling. And that's why we do that here. So I appreciate you sticking that out and and, and seeing about that on the website as we continue to move things forward, uh, as we try to be unstoppable. Because that's something that, as I finished up 2021, I really thought a lot about what I've been through the past year with my leukemia diagnosis and all the steps I've had to take and where it's put me in. And I guess I kind of had an awakening. It's like, okay, I went through the first year consistently taking my treatment and doing everything i can to get this thing into remission and i'm really hoping for some some good news as i have my appointment later this month the month of january 2022 that that we're getting closer to remission and my goal is this year to be able to tell people hey we did it we are in remission we are in fact unstoppable and so uh that's that's a big inspiration to me, you know, people say that I'm inspiring to them and, and I inspire them. And I've had multi, multiple people use that phrase with me this week, that I inspire them. And when I hear that, I realize I, I take it as a responsibility. And so I view it as my responsibility to continue to inspire. So that's where where we are. That has nothing to do with the topic that I'm about to talk to you about. I didn't even plan on talking about it, but I should have known that I would talk about that as we open things up, because I like to be transparent and let you guys know where we're at with everything and where we are. As you know, hit reply on the email, any questions, comments, concerns you may have, or even thoughts, who knows, whatever it may be, would love to hear from you, would love to hear that from, from you as well. So, what I do want to talk about this week is something that I, I learned, you know, it's it's a really, I feel like I've spent more time over the past couple of months, really ever since... Uh, things slowed down for my son, and he didn't have any soccer on the weekends. Now that he's playing high school soccer, and and I realized uh, I watched a lot more NFL. And and when you're watching NFL football, you're watching some of the best athletes in the world at what they do. And and. It's, you know, going to CrossFit, you really look at what a well-rounded athlete is, and those are some of the best athletes in the world. And part of the reason why CrossFitters are some of the best athletes in the world is because they will actually go into a competition sometimes not knowing what event they're actually going to have to do until they do it. Um, there have been competitions where you start doing, say, power cleans, and you don't know if you have to do them for an hour or if you have to do them for two minutes. and And so you have no idea how many you're supposed to do And so they just continue to work and work and work, and they just don't know. And so your body has to be ready for anything. And there are some amazing track and field athletes and swimmers. But most athletes are specialists, and they specialize in what they do. And so when I say that these are some of the best athletes in the world at what they do, I say that because...
1: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate?
0: They couldn't necessarily jump off and do something else. Very few people are just that well-rounded athlete because to get to a high level, you have to specialize at some point to become just that good to excel over everybody else and basically beat the competition at what you're doing so you can stand at the top of the mountain. And one of the athletes who currently stands at the top of the mountain is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, to me, regardless of what you think about his opinion on COVID and and whether he was transparent or not, I mean, he basically even admitted that he wasn't fully transparent with the media. The league knew, and his team, the Green Bay Packers, knew, and that was his responsibility, responsibility to the media. I'm not here to argue that. I'm not here to argue any of what he did or what he said. I'm here to talk about him as a quarterback. He is, is in my opinion, the best quarterback of this generation. And if you take stats away... Probably the greatest to ever throw a football, in my opinion. Now, some people say it's Dan Marino, Joe Montana, of course, Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady's the GOAT. He has seven Super Bowl rings. He's played in 10 or 11. I can't remember now. I believe it's 11. Uh, maybe 10 and 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 won seven of them still. That may never be touched by anybody. That's just how damn good Tom Brady is. But on the field, when you watch him play, I've never personally, with my two eyes, seen a quarterback play the game who is better than Aaron Rodgers. And I thought about it when I was watching this past Sunday night's game, where he just trounced the the Minnesota Vikings, and, and just regardless of the score, on the field, he just destroyed them. And I realized why I think he's so good. yes it's his skill right his skill is is second to none the way he throws a football i mean he's got over 30 what he's got like 35 touchdowns and four interceptions right now his is there There are some quarterbacks that throw four in a game and he's thrown four in a season i think it was uh matthew stafford i can't might be the quarterback might be somebody else who threw five interceptions in in a in a span of 51 pass attempts, okay? Aaron Rodgers has thrown four all season. He's played in 16 games. team has played 17. He missed one. And two of those came in the first game of the season. So after week one, he's only thrown two picks. Why is he so good? And why do I look at him and I feel as though he is, right now, the best to ever do this in present day? And it has everything to do with his skill and also nothing to do with his skill. Here's the thing. An NFL football field, 11-on-11, 11 11, high-powered athletes, these huge defensive linemen, these these fast and muscular linebackers, these safeties and, and cornerbacks and defensive backs who can cover you and turn on a dime, all they're out there, and they're all trying to prevent Aaron Rodgers from doing what he wants to do. And yet, you know what I see out of Aaron Rodgers? Calmness under pressure. And that's what really jumped out at me. Can you be calm under pressure? And I have a leader where I work. Okay, He's a regional vice president of operations. I believe his title recently changed as, as an acquisition that took place over a year ago. Kind of becomes official, things change. But when I came on board, he was a regional director of operations. And one thing I noticed is that when shit hits the fan, which is a very strange term if you think about it, when shit hits the fan, most people escalate the they. they, they They talk faster. I talk fast all the time. They get a little bit louder. They get a little bit shorter. Everything they do is panic, panic mode. And this gentleman gets calm. He gets calm and he throws out an aura of control. And that is something that I was once complimented on years ago when I was working in college student housing and it's a live-on position, so you're on a college campus. And, and you have a rotation where you're on duty, which means anything happens on the campus, <clears throat> you have to respond to it. And I received some feedback one time from my manager after being on duty over a weekend and having to deal with a lot of high-pressure situations. And I was told that I had this characteristic that when I showed up at a situation, everybody knew it was going to be okay. Before I even did anything, and probably before I ever even proved myself, it was just something I gave off, my calmness under pressure, that made people think, okay, this is going to be all right. And that's why I think Aaron Rodgers is so good, because it's 11 on 11. But if you have Aaron Rodgers, your 11 is going to play with more confidence because they have this guy who is so calm under all this pressure, the pressure of an NFL football game. And here he is, calm as shit, not worried about what's going to happen because he knows it's going to go well. And they have the best record in the NFL. And they have locked up the number one seed in the playoffs. He doesn't even have to play next week if if the team doesn't want him to, if they want to rest him, and they probably will, and get him ready for the playoff run. And he's got a buy because they've already locked up the number one seed. And they lost 30-something to three the first game of the season. And everyone thought the Packers are dead. Aaron Rodgers is dead. And now here we are. He's an MVP candidate again. We'll see if he wins it because he did fuck the media. And imagine if he does win it. That's how good he is. He screws the media over, and then he still wins the MVP. But it's all about his calmness under pressure. So think about that in your everyday life. Whether you're under pressure at work, under pressure at home, whatever it may be. Are you calm? And if you're not, and that's okay if you're not, because some people are naturally calm and some people aren't, what can you do to make yourself be calm under pressure? And it's just like anything else, right? How do you get better at something? You practice. You need reps, as they say in sports. Well, how do you get reps being calm under pressure? And it's simple. You have to purposefully Put yourself into a position of discomfort. All right, I talk about mental toughness all the time. I could name this blog Mental Toughness because that's really what I talk about on a day-to-day basis. When I was diagnosed with leukemia, I was the one who said, this is going to be okay. I'm going to be an inspiration to people. Because I was calm under pressure. Because what else could possibly happen? What else could I do if I wasn't calm under pressure? I would freak out my family. I would freak out my friends. I would freak out everybody who works with me. Everybody close to me and around me. Everybody who depends on me for leadership, for guidance. I would freak them all out. But instead, I approached it with calm confidence. Just like Aaron Rodgers on a football field. And here we are a year into my treatment and I'm hoping for remission news because that's how I've been taking this from the beginning calm under pressure so put yourself in situations of discomfort for me typically it's CrossFit all right lifting heavy weights challenging myself just today we had an exercise where you could finish in three rounds four rounds five rounds six rounds Alright, you had to row for a certain amount, you had three minutes, you had to row 18 calories, then do 15 deadlifts, and with the remaining time in your three minutes, do wall balls, right? Throwing a wall ball at a target, catching it, throwing it again, doing a squat, you know, it's, if you know, you don't know what wall balls are, look them up. And we had to accumulate 100 wall balls. So, you row 18 calories, you, you do the 15 deadlifts at 185 pounds, and then the remaining time you do wall balls. And as many as you can get in that three minute time frame, that comes off your 100. And then you start the round over again. You row, you deadlift, and you wall ball. And once you hit 100 wall balls, you're done. No more rowing, no more deadlifts. And I decided at the start of that, I was like, okay, if I do 25 wall balls per round, that's four rounds I got to row. Now, the cap was six. And I was like, in no way in hell I'm doing six. I should be able to do this in four. And I rowed. It took me about 45 seconds to get my 18 calories. I did the deadlifts. I blew through those probably too fast. And then I did the wall balls and I thought to myself, can I get 50 in one round? And then I hit 15 and I had to stop, take a break. Okay. So I knew I wasn't going to get 50 in one round, but I got 35 in one round. And then during the second round, I realized if I get 35 again, that's 30 in the third round. I can finish this thing in three rounds. And I pushed myself to do that. And that second round, 18 calories of rowing, 15 deadlifts, and then 35 wall balls. uh, That was the hardest round ever. But I knew if I got through that round, I could finish this thing in three rounds and not have to row and deadlift a fourth round. And I did that. I finished in three rounds. My last round was 30 wall balls along with the rowing and the deadlifts. And I was done. I finished with about eight or seven seconds left in the three minutes um, before they cut you off and make you take a rest. And then round four happened. And everybody else is going except me. I was the only one who was done. And the coach was like, good job. Coach finished it in two rounds. So again, not the best athlete in the world, but beat everyone else in the class. And then round five started and everybody was still doing it. And then two people finished, two more people finished in round five and everybody still had to do round six, except for the three of us. I beat everybody by two rounds. And that's just insane to me. But it was because I put myself under that pressure. And that's going to benefit me in some other situation in life down the road. But I purposefully do that. For me, that's CrossFit or with running. I started running in August and I hate running. And I was, I was was pushing myself just 150 meters of running, 100 of walking. 150 meters of running, 100 of walking. Over and over and over again. Now, when I do that, I do 400 meters of running, 100 meters of walking. My mile times, under eight, nine minutes for the first time since high school. When I did that last month, I push myself. I run now every day during lunch a a two-and-a-half-mile trek, and I run over half of it in pieces. But again, I'm pushing myself. I'm putting myself in a situation that I do not like, I hate running, and I'm putting myself under that pressure to run more so that when a situation of pressure actually happens to me, one that I didn't put on myself, I'm ready for it. So again, calmness under pressure is one of the main characteristics of true greatness. Put yourself under pressure, practice it like an athlete, and you'll be better when an actual situation of pressure that you don't control happens to you. Again, calmness under pressure, practice it, put yourself in an uncomfortable situation so you can get better. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following along. Follow me at Chair Shot Greg. if I don't change it, which I've considered because that's a wrestling thing and I want it to be all-encompassing gregdemarco.substack.com if I don't change that to unstoppable.substack.com we'll see please subscribe please be a part of that I appreciate everything you do all all your support everything there the the store is going to be reopening soon under a, a new method that I was able to actually get confirmation on today so I'm very excited about that thank you for being a part of this all your support to me I hope to give you some good news on the leukemia front soon if not we'll continue to push we'll continue to work and we will get there Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time because this has been your weekly wake-up call this week discussing calmness under pressure.
1: He's (laughs) He's is the